0: I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I want to talk about five habits that will help to free you from your anxiety. And I know that I use the word habits here a lot, but we don't often dive into habits that you can use to help you go forward versus we often are referring to habits that have us stuck or that are holding us down or keeping us in our anxious behaviors and in our worrisome ways. So today we're talking about five habits that help free you from your anxiety. And to get us started, I wanted to bring up uh, a few questions. First off, what are the things in our lives that we want to move toward? So this is a great question for your journal. If you could jot this one down in your journal and visit this maybe once a month, you could have a little um, tickler or a little flag in there to revisit this question once a month, what are the things in your life that you want to move toward? The reason we want to pay attention to this is that we're often too busy to know where we're going. And if we don't know what we want to move toward, and maybe it doesn't have to be as Um, concrete as a goal, but what is it in your life that you want to move toward? And to jot that down, because if we don't know where we're going, we won't know when we get there. And we really may just find ourselves going in circles. And often, this is a very good way for the negative habits to get deeper in the ground that we have them in because we don't have anything else that we are moving toward. We're just doing the same old, same old out of habit. And many times those are negative habits or things that we are doing. Maybe it's not so much a negative action in and of itself, but it is not moving us to what we want. So the second question I'd like for you to consider as you're thinking about habits that can help free you from your anxiety is what would we want to be doing more of? And personally, what would you want to be doing more of versus avoiding? I say this because often when we are in the cycle of anxiety and fear, we are spending a lot of our energy, a lot of our focus, on what we want to avoid, where we need to be to feel safe. And often we think the only way to be safe is to avoid things. And so I want to turn it around a little bit and ask you, what would you want to be doing more of versus avoiding? Again, this is put a little tickler or flag in your journal, and you can come back to this. These are ever evolving questions these your answers to this are going to change as you reach goals and you reach new levels of peace and calm you're going to see these answers change so revisit them the third question i have is if the habit of fear and avoidance got us into this mess that we are calling anxiety, or stress, or OCD, or compulsive behaviors. If the habit of fear and avoidance got us into this mess, what habits will help guide us out? And that's what we're going to talk about today. I want you to be able to explore these five that I have for you, but I want you to come up with your own. This is very important that you tailor all of this and actually not just today's episode, but every episode, tailor it for your own life and your own needs. I'm not here talking with you personally one-on-one. I don't know your exact struggle. I can't fine-tune these ideas for you on the podcast because I am talking to a very wide audience. But if you can take these questions yourself and be your own coach in your journal, you can take this a little bit further. You can find questions for yourself and the answers, revisit them. And again, this is the perfect use for your journal. Now we've got lots of different things going on in our journal. So you may be putting maybe sticky notes in little areas where you or flags, I call them ticklers, so that you can remember to go back and review these things. Or you may have a list in the back. There's a, We can go into a whole podcast or a whole workshop on journaling and how we can set this up to make it work for us. But today I want to get back to the five habits that can help free you from your anxiety. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The first one I have here for you is have a direction. You know, what are your values and your aspirations? Where is it that you want to go? Um, in our group coaching, we have a file in our Facebook group, where we do all our chatting. And in one of those files is a list of values and it's pages and pages and pages long. Now, of course, we don't need all those values, but it really helps us to be able to look through lists of things that are values and see what ones resonate with us. And we can actually then refine them down. We can get very specific with our values. Often they are broad, but with these kinds of lists that we can lay our eyes on and ponder for a while, take them into our heart and maybe into our meditation and see what ones really resonate with us. And then we can have our values written down. And again, these will change over time and it's great to revisit them. And uh, But if you can get down on paper or at least in your mind, your values and what it is that you are aspiring to in your life, this will really help you. List them and review them and most importantly, live them by checking in with your values and what you are aspiring to, often, like I said, in your journal or in your mind, you can begin to see what where you are on track in your life, and where you may need some help in getting back on track. Often we have a few things going very well, but then we have these other things that we value that have kind of fallen off track, and we might need some help in bringing those back on, or at least we know that we need to bring our attention to those values to help get them back on track. So that is the first habit, having direction, the habit of direction, the habit of knowing that you are moving in a particular direction in your life. The second one that I have for you is to eliminate unnecessary negative communication. Now, and this means communication with yourself, as in um, negative self-talk or gossip and complaining. Complaining is a big one. And Complaining is a habit. So if you can work on eliminating this negative uh, communication, including the complaining, the gossip, the self-talk, the negative, unnecessary self-talk, working on this and eliminating that will lead to an expanding, an expansion of the story of your life. When you eliminate this, you will be expanding the story of your life that is positive. Because when we are using negative self-talk, when we are gossiping, complaining, down on everything, we are limiting the story of our lives. And we are making it small. And we know that the mind can cook up anything in any direction. So let's give it some space to cook up In a positive direction that can work for you. Be aware that the desire to slip into these negative communication habits is very easy, and we can do it with ourselves or we can do it with others. And so, I want you to make a conscious decision, take a pause when you are feeling the urge to get down on yourself or to complain about something, give yourself a conscious breath and make a decision to either go forward with it or to let it go. The third one that I have here for you is to begin to put into action the self-help information that you have been gathering So what I mean by this is I want you to drop the focus from your head, from your intellect, from your thinking mind into the body, into practicing all that you have been gathering. How much time have any of us spent gathering the latest and the greatest shiny objects, techniques, information that are proposed to us to cure this or that, to cure you of your stress in your life or the strain in your life, physical, mental, emotional. We gather and we gather and we gather. We get all of this information. This is an intellectual pursuit that we are, are going with here. We are putting it all in our head and then we go and we get more. It's an action of repetition of gathering. And so what I want you to practice doing in this third habit is to be able to drop down from the intellect and into the body so that you can actually start to use this information that you have. And we use it by integrating it into our lives by spending time with our body and Adding in the things that, that resonate and letting go of all this information that didn't resonate with us. We don't need to become collectors. We can let it go. If it isn't right for you, just let it go. You can always find it again some other day if you need it, but let it go. You don't need to be adding and adding and adding to your life. And not even with physical things, but with information. You can just Bring in what is going to work for you and let go of the rest. I want you to actually think about how much time you may have already spent gathering information and techniques. And maybe you've even been buying things and, and trying all kinds of different things. But what we do is we hop from one thing to the other to the other. And this is a habit. This is a habit of gathering. And I want you to drop it down and take action with your body. I want you to pause today and begin to implement into your life one or two of the practices you have already collected. And keep track of this. Here we go back to your journal again. I hope the journal is a habit that you've already put into practice. Go back to it in a month and see by if being consistent with these one or two practices, see where you are. Did you grow? Did you change? Do you feel different? Many times we collect, but we don't utilize. So I want to change that with you today. Begin to put into action all the self-help that you have been gathering. The fourth habit that I want to bring to your attention is for you to bring yourself back into the present moment often. We can do this on our meditation cushion, but I want you to bring it out into your life again, bring yourself back into the present moment often. Getting back into the moment that is at hand, that is right here, the moment that we are breathing this breath is an antidote to future worry and past regret. And both of those things cause stress and anxiety to accumulate. So we want to open this up just a hair more by saying that, The antidote to the future worrying and the past regret is to be in the present moment. Those other things do not exist if you are here right now. And when we are in our future worrying and our past regret, we are adding stress to our lives. And we all know that stress accumulates, and that's how we get into anxiety. The fifth habit I have for you today is I want you to learn to be vulnerable and compassionate to yourself and to others. When you begin to be vulnerable, you are opening yourself up. And when you are compassionate, you are bringing in peace because you cannot be compassionate and angry and aggressive at the same time. So, we're going to be vulnerable and compassionate to ourselves and to others and have an openness for our inner selves. And we will have less reason to need to protect ourselves because when we are open, when we start to go to open, we get some people get frightened. But if you can be compassionate with yourself and say, yes, that's okay, it's all right because I am here. I can handle this. I can protect you, meaning your wise mind talking to your frightened mind. You can then move forward because you know that your wise mind is there to protect you. You will know that you have a soft place to fall within yourself. You don't need to go out and find it from others. This is all within yourself because you have been Once you are open and compassionate with yourself and others, you know that you can handle these things because your wise mind is there to hold you, to give you that soft place to fall. So you don't need to be closed down and you don't need to be on guard with the world or hard on yourself or hard on others to get things done. We can know that the wise mind will give us that soft place to fall having compassion for yourself and for others will open you to the larger world. And it'll get you beyond your overthinking mind, the frightened, fearful mind that just overthinks and all the stories that it comes up with, the stories that are fearful and negative. When you can have compassion for yourself and for others, you're going to be opening to this larger world that will get you beyond your fearful thinking mind and all of its stories. Let yourself have the new experiences that you can have when you are finally understanding that you are free because you have the soft place to fall within you. It is okay to be vulnerable because your wise mind knows how to take care of you. So let yourself be loving and compassionate and open to yourself and with others. And you will be opening up a world of new experiences. I hope these five habits have been helpful for you. And I hope that you will add them to your daily life. Jot down the ones that were helpful for you. Again, I want you to refine what you are taking in. Take what resonates for you and leave the rest. And now for today's quote. Happiness is a habit. Cultivate it. And that's from Albert Hubbard. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then,